Kick its ass. Okay, tell me about these fucking totals. Well, uh, I'm going to crack a beer. Okay. (laughs) The short answer is we don't know what's up with the tunnels. By the time this episode comes out, more might be known. Although, I don't don't know what sentence one could say that would be like, oh, that, well then. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh no, we needed it to do this very reasonable thing. Because only very reasonable things happen with like secret tunnels in established cities. There's some perfectly reasonable clandestine activity happening that they don't want anyone to know about. They like they just they just need it to happen underground. What is what is it with your kids' fascination <laughs> with my forbidden closet of mystery? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's like it was when I saw it first, I just thought it was a, like an anti-Semitic joke on Twitter. I was like, oh, yeah. there's a the Jew. Oh, the Jews are, the Jews are digging tunnels. The sewers, now, yeah, now, wait, hold on. For for those not in the know, are these the tunnels that uh, the Jewish people are trying to destroy, or the ones that they're trying to use for transportation? It's a bit. It's a, I mean, it's a bit. Proje- they keep talking about the Hamas tunnels, and it's like, I, yeah. As as a group, their position on tunnels has become very unclear. Very unclear. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complex. Tunnels are a complex issue. I'm not sure. Well, they, they certainly, they're they're very complex. Tun- it's like it's, I know Mossad are like pretty good, but like if you just did, you literally just mistranslate Chabad uh, instead of Hamas. I mean, what's what's because it's yeah, it's not it's it's Hasidic, it's a it's a it's a Hasidic Jewish synagogue or whatever. Um, so it's it's the Chabad movement, which is a like a subsection of the already subsection of the Jewish population of New York. Um, and they're which, actually we, fairly optimistic, aren't they? That's why yeah. they named themselves that. Chabad could it be? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's that's actually better than where you could possibly. If we go through this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Manus, we haven't. Just <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, considering <laughs> my main takeaway from this is that it's fundamentally hilarious to see Hasidic Jews getting arrested because of the outfits. Like, I don't see any way that I get out of this clean. <laughs> I don't think they got arrested because of the outfits. I don't. No, think no. It's hilarious. There are very few outfits you could get arrested for. <laughs> and it's usually the absence of an outfit. It's yeah. no. It's hilarious because of the outfits. They are arrested because of the tops. <laughs> yeah. So it's. Like we mentioned, okay. it's a subsection of a subsection. It's the Chabad, Chabad synagogue within the Hasidic district. In what? What's the? Where's the place where they all? Is it not Williamsburg? Or that's the hipster place. It's actually near Williamsburg. Uh, the place. Yeah, where they I don't know. Is. I don't know. Um. So uh, of uh, a subsection of the Jewish community, uh, which is the Hasidics, the Hasids, and then like like the New York Jews are their own subsection of general judaism in general anyway and what it turns out now is the police were called by people within that synagogue who were like some of our dudes are digging fucking tunnels wait so, what yeah so it's not even sorry all... are you trying to tell me that there was a mole who <laughs> who informed people that there was tunnels what a no. terrible mole no there was a mole and then there was a mole mulling out the mole for the yeah. tunnel digging that the mole was doing <laughs> we finally found our first multi-mill synagogue. <laughs> I mean, it's. It, I mean, and, and again, it's been talked about ad nauseum on every comedy podcast. So who cares? But at the same time, it's like there was a guy like a month ago who went on Twitter going like, "I can literally, I'm in I'm in a house in New York, and I can hear. I think I'm crazy. I can hear Yiddish and digging under my house." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the guy who was able to go back and dig up that tweet from like two years ago was just like, I have never felt more vindicated in my entire life. <laughs> Because imagine how obvious it must have been for you to have the balls for a normal person to have the balls to go on Twitter and go, yeah, I have to, I have to say it. It's it's a fucking swing at the fences. Maybe I'm the problem. Does anybody? Maybe this will solve it. He's kind of calling out for help there. He's like, I mean, you might have to come and get me. I don't. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, and the Ghostbusters are right there. Like you're in New York. You you know someone called Alex Jones about this, and he was like, "Brother, I don't know that I can really touch that particular subject." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit that's a bit much, even for me. That seems pretty far fetched. And also, did Alex Jones contact Hulk Hogan, Mathis? <laughs> They're both similar. Look at if we get through this without doing the Watto voice, we're just doing so well. <laughs> I'll consider it massive progress for the group. So I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm sticking to yeah Hogan and Jones. They do have a, a similar uh, uh, vocal aesthetic or sound, yeah. as the word might be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've I've heard everything about it from it being like the most reasonable take is it's like it's a real estate scam of some sort. They're trying to like someone because like they've got like there's. Like uh, these people all attend like a yeshiva, and so they learn nothing uh, about anything except how to like study Jewish law to be a rabbi. But only two percent of them ever get to be rabbis. So right. the other ninety-eight percent have nothing better to do but sit around and find obscure laws that allow them to get extra land that they don't have to pay for. So like <laughs> one of them has probably got like a Wesley Snipes-esque um, attorney who's gone like, "Yo, man, if you just you know dig under there, the government don't control the ground." or something like that there's talk of that there's like um there's a lot of people there from israel that like just came over for a visit and never went back uh and so they're just like that's one of the places where they hide them when the immigration authorities come around i don't know man nothing there are easier places to hide people than digging tunnels I would have thought. I would have. I would have thought so. But the minds of Moria would dictate that. I mean, the dwarves knew that they yeah. had to hide people, even though it might unleash the Balrog. I've no. I've no idea. I still can't believe it's real. I'm still. I'm still not sure it's real. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that thing where, like, just because it's in the news doesn't mean it's real. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like it's kind of old. It's kind of an old school playbook thing where it's like. What the fuck are they probably actually doing now that they're like the G- the Jews have tunnels in yeah. New York, and if they're if they're showing you that, it's like, come on, yeah, come, come on. on. <laughs> I don't know yeah, where don't Robert try, Kennedy Don't try is. this shit again. All right, yeah. Oh, come on. Listen. At least ch- change it up. Like, change it up. Yeah, you know, fucking. The fucking Oh, the the oh, well, I, I think it's the well the the, the mm, people from Ohio are something. It's like it's like <laughs> Mad Libs racism. It's like uh, the Jews are digging tunnels. It's part of a real estate scam. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that's you need to roll the dice. Thank on you very that, much, Cards Against Humanity creator. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's a that's a a hellish evening with the least funny people in your life <laughs> cards against humanity everybody's got to get cards against humanity it's always it's always so fun isn't it get it out just play go on say holocaust go on <laughs> there's not there's get not baby many... in the holocaust go on 
there's not many straight up red flags I think of in a person. I think being rude to being rude to staff is is is, is one, and liking cards against humanity is two. And you can and you can kick a waiter and I'll put up with it more than I will cards against humanity. I've got to tell you. <laughs> I mean, don't kick your weight staff, but I felt like it sometimes. I've never felt I don't do it, but I felt like it. I never felt like playing cards against humanity. That's not just because I always lose. Okay. Yeah, always... Manus, you're being too controversial or not controversial enough. I'm, depending I'm on the just, friend group you're in you're being you're being not, really <laughs> i'm not i'm just not funny enough to say a dead baby just, every to time say a dead baby <laughs> to say harry potter's penis or whatever yeah. it is or actually i think i'm giving the game too much credit you don't even get to think up the thing do you you just have to pick of the pre-selected cards it gives you which yeah, one you play is you, the most oh random. yeah so, so you get so funny it's, not, it's things technically in your not hand. your transgression yeah. You're not being in any way transgressive. The game is. Yeah. I, the I, only card I had left was Madeline McCann, so here it is. Yeah. 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 So I gave the game too much credit. It is even less creative and fun than like <laughs> than your least funny maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, you're but describing then... Manus's improv. Oh yeah, sorry. I was describing improv and the Which only is funny thing somehow was... far worse. The only funny thing to do in improv is to channel the ghost of Winston Churchill in every situation and just see. Because he always fits in. He always fits in. See, that's the thing. Yes. And what else would you like the ghost of Winston Churchill? Yeah, I mean, let's let's make this pretty obvious here. The ghost of Winston Churchill is going to come back and tell you what he thinks of all this. And and what's good is everyone does a good Winston Churchill impression, too, because most people remember what he sounded like. I mean, you know. Yep. And you can basically say anything and no one is confident enough in anything he did or didn't say uh, to correct you. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I never got, I never get, I never do better than pure chance on the Hitler versus Churchill quote game. <laughs> <It's all>, like, <laughs> the, like, they don't give you any of the obvious ones. So flip a coin. Like, they they were both, pre- they're both pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Look, that, if you were trying to, like, figure out who the bad guy is in a particular war, it must be like getting like pocket up like like a like twenty face cards in playing blackjack, and you're like, I can't, I can't hit on this. I mean, I've got Churchill; he's going to be the bad guy. There's no, <laughs> I mean, I've, got to, I've got to stand and see. And then the dealer takes a hit on twenty and gets Hitler. It's like, oh, go, oh, come on, buddy. <laughs> but that's yeah. So in so in answer to your question, I don't know what um. What the, the, What's going the Hasids, on with the what, what, what the Hasids are doing um, down in their tunnels? It is possible that they don't know either, and that it's got to be just got a bit out of hand. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah no yeah. matter what, it's gotten out of hand. No matter what, <laughs> even it's like that, it's like that film about that game of tag that went on for forty years by some fucking losers. And this guy <laughs> decided he was going to dig a hole to the middle of the earth, and unlike the rest of us, he had some fucking follow through. <laughs> yeah, this is just some. Kid, who's really convinced that he's going to make it to Australia? I got to say, their reaction to it was when they were being told they had to stop digging the hole was akin to that of a small child being told he had to put away his bucket and spade. Man, like they went, <laughs> they went mental. <laughs> so whatever it was, they were really insistent that it keep happening. But I don't, I, I don't know what's going on in there. Maybe they were framed. 
Maybe the people who rang the police on them dug the hole. Joe, I've been framed, but keep letting me do this. <laughs> but what also, I realise this is great. <laughs> I don't know. I, I to to channel channel your inner Chomsky here and just say, when this shit's in the news, watch your back pocket because they're taking something from you. They're distracting <laughs> you from something. <laughs> Yeah, once again they've just they the 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 global elites have found a way which you know is like a, a fucking like conspiracy theorist slang for jews no but this time <laughs> the real global elites have found a way to blame the jews <laughs> yeah, i gotta say the um the, the global elites themselves whoever they may be we're very like they're to think we could ever beat them is such a, a, fa- a fallacy because, like, they've managed to make it so that anyone mentioning that they exist is like, oh, this fucking loser is just yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> it, it, it feels like it feels like a like at one point legitimate criticism until like it's like a game of Chinese whispers. Oh, there it is. There's the word. <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> it's like... thought it was called when I was a child, and I, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> Um, so that was a slip of the tongue but it's like that game and everyone's going global elites, global elites, global elites and it gets to the anti-Semite and he just taps his nose and goes global elites, it's like you fucking ruined it for everybody (laughs) you really (laughs) fucked us on this, Cletus (laughs) (laughs) they've got um just the same with the like the new the new buzzword is like um to give out about NGOs and like I've got to be like man if I'm an NGO person and I have some interaction sorry I have no interaction with any NGO in any course of my work or life uh, somebody who I know who works in a very different job to me has a uh, so, some interaction uh, with NGOs interaction with them and like there's a bunch of problems with them but I have to yeah. think that when it like when it gets to the like, no matter what happens, I'm gonna be like, well, that's the Green Party and the NGOs for you, and that's someone. It's like, well, they must be breathing a sigh of relief because no one's gonna fucking listen to anything now that anybody yeah, has to yeah, say. Yeah. Like, maybe there are some governance issues, and we need to. No, 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 no. You're... <laughs> oh, you're one of them, are you? You know. So that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, they probably are trying to dig a tunnel to Australia. So what the real question is like what other crazy shit is happening now just in case we need to bury a news story about some real shit like is there somebody who's 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 building a world's even larger elastic band ball just for when something crazy goes down in the news and we want to be distracted like if you needed to distract from your mis- misdoings what's your Jewish tunnels in Brooklyn story well, I don't know I, because there's like um there's like the the Middle Eastern conflict is spiraling it's oh it's big expanding. Time. Yeah, it's expanding. It's things shit. have a real WW three vibe yeah. to them right now, which there are shenanigans cool, going everyone. on in the Red Sea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shenanigans in the Red Sea. That sounds like it's like a great detective novel. Yeah. <laughs> it was it's one it's one of the less popular Agatha Christie's. Yeah, it's uh, it um, is, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's they, they only made one one uh, TV movie of it. It was a Poirot, and it's not the David Suchet Poirot, so no one watched it. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's. Well, no, because you do you see it, and it's like, well, here and the, the Hezbollah, which are backed by this, and then the Saudi Arabia are here, and they're allied with this group in Yemen, who are also backed by Iran. And uh, wait, what? Okay, so 
like I know it's maybe simplistic to say that the first world war started with the assassination of you know uh, Franz Ferdinand or whatever, and and, and I, at least he got to make those two good albums before he died. But yeah, <laughs> but it's like I mean we did all learn that right to where it's like hey 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 chill just fucking chill yeah you know? but we can't chill maybe yeah maybe we need to like stop our massive boner for violence uh and just like fucking chill for a second you know like for a second i mean i get the boner for violence i mean i just get you know having a boner in general is tremendous fun. class you, yeah 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 once you, let me tell you what, get I've been one cycling through rap minds recently and i've got a bit of a boner for violence these days Rap Minds is a disaster to be on any form of conveyance, including your own two feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> if you, if I found people digging tunnels in Rap Minds, I'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, okay. Like, yeah, I want <laughs> to do that. But maybe I can cycle in there in more safety than I can. <laughs> Does this go to the airport? <laughs> yeah, I mean... If we could get them over here and convince them that we, yeah, we need it, like you said, Jack, a metro link to the airport. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we wouldn't have a good one because it's just buckets and spades they're digging. But at the moment, we don't have one at all. Yeah. So, Maybe we need to stop thinking about like, oh, can we pay the Germans or the Chinese or the Americans? No, nope. we just need, need a, nice, a nice Hasid community somewhere in swords and they'll just figure it out from there. And and what I can guarantee you as well is if we get a Hasidic community to move in somewhere, we'll be really nice to them. Oh There'll yeah, yeah. Old... Like the open the, arms. Like, you know, the land of the hundred thousand welcomes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... But once we start getting up around ninety five thousand welcomes, we fucking get a bit nervous. We're like, there's only five thousand left now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying Ireland is full, but I am saying we're empty of welcomes. It's narrow. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the welcomes are running low, guys. We and they only top up every fiscal. So, like, you know, like that's. If you're already in the waiting room at half past four, they will see you uh, at the desk. But if you are, but they're not accepting any new people. The door, the outside door, is now closed. Um, <laughs> people say don't let perfect be the enemy of good, but we should let perfect be the enemy of like let's dig a tunnel this way and 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 see if it's fine Which... <laughs> yeah we should that shouldn't stop perfect from being the the the, the goal that shouldn't yeah. stop good from being the goal i mean yeah it's, i mean not life-threatening i think is a or not like everything's a bit life-threatening you know something can always happen you know but your your own tunnel collapsing on you something uh, can significantly increases happen. if your tunnel's not perfect if you don't, it's not. I mean, and it really is. It's like it. It's either perfect or it's nothing, as far as tunnels, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow, a semi-perfect tunnel. <laughs> Off you go, little Jimmy. Like I don't think so. <laughs> a, t- a tunnel that we almost got right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that tunnel is so close to perfect. If tech startups were tunnels, there'd be a lot less tech startups. <laughs> because... Yeah. <laughs> And they're, you know, like, well, you know, you, you know, Jack will know more than anyone's like, you know, you know, the way you write your CV after you've been involved in a failed one. And you're like, well, the market wasn't really ready for what for our tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot of new things going forward. And I think <laughs> our customer base, and we have, you know, realigned all our stuff. And it's like the next tunnel, I, I'm pretty sure will, will attract the, uh, the right amount of, uh, of capital for, for, for all I that. I heard a fucking excellent conspiracy theory online today and it, mm. it, honestly like 
I bought and sold on this conspiracy theory. Manus, you might, you might, you might like it. All right. Yeah, probably will. Yeah. Friend of the show, Elon Musk. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> Off to a Builder of cars, destroyer of democracy. Um, owns a company called the Boring Company, mm-hmm. who uh, are in theory in high speed rail. Like that's their kind of main thing, like digging tunnels, doing high speed rail around cities. But so far, I've delivered sweet fuck all, but have taken quite <laughs> a few government subsidies for their sweet fuck all. So the theory <laughs> is that he started this company in order to just destroy the rail industry <laughs> so that he could sell more cars. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll build you a train. I'll build you a big fucking train. <laughs> oh, it's got to be a really big train. It's got to be on tracks. It's a really big train. It's underground, so you can't see it. But trust me, they trust haven't me made nothing, there. Gavin. The Boring Company did make that commercially available flamethrower that he was selling for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could come up with the maddest conspiracy theory in, in the world as, as uh, when it comes to, like, what companies will do to sell more cars. And it's like, they did all of them. When yeah. cars were first invented, like, yeah, <laughs> they, they did. They did them all. Yeah, they were or against seatbelts for a good while there. Like they, I mean, <laughs> they kill more people than they save. <laughs> <laughs> but they, well, you know, I think it's some people. I think like to believe in conspiracy theories, you know, because it allowed. This is the like the faux concern uh, way of like uh, saying that you think everyone's stupid, but and that you're not, but not you, because you're not stupid, <laughs> but everyone else is. You know, I think they really just lack um, an element of control in their own lives, so they actually want to believe that it's all some sort of government conspiracy, because that's less scary than imagining that the world, you know, is. Um, and you can tell I. I think this point is a serious one, by the way. I'm doing my uh, sincere voice. Yes. Uh, you know, they think that the, they like to prefer to think of the order rather than that it's just the chaotic nothingness and that we are but specks and dust. And the, uh, that's not more. No, it's way more scary to think the government is doing it. What are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> this evil fucker up there who's just doing shit to like for his own benefit, like fuck the rest of us. Absolutely. You haven't smoked nearly. You haven't like smoked being, nearly. Like, no, the idea of the devil is way more scary than the idea of the voyage. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> It's not devil. If you if you were looking in beady black eyes, you would be saying that. You're never, you're never when you're like super high and paranoid, like worried that there might be nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no one might be around the corner. There, man, there might not be anyone watching me. That'd be terrible. (laughs) So take take that logic, um, everyone. Um, and 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 let's never mention it again. I hate when I feel like a much like Doug Stanhope. I've addressed this. Why are we still talking about it? Remember on my <laughs> podcast or on stage that time? What? Are we still talking about that? I told them. Chain link fence wouldn't hold rhinos. Uh, what, <laughs> do we... <laughs> what do we have, gentlemen, in the way of um, alcoholic lager beers on this episode of the final countdown that we're on of the final countdown of course it's it's like it's a it's a beer podcast that yeah. hello look, look 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 oh look who look who showed up to the party it's Ooh, an old friend yes yes it's sir. an old friend mm. oh, and i'm blue in the face from singing the rocky praises. mountains finest blue as the rocky goddamn mountains it's a fresh ice cold bottle of Coors motherfucking light that's what it is 
Yeah, don't and don't stop drinking them until your face turns red and then eventually blue and then you are dead. <laughs> it's a taste Very of the good. Rockies. What do you? Are they no? They no longer call it Coors Light in this country. It's just no, it's yeah. just Coors. Yeah. You are now not allowed to, uh, and I don't know if it's a law of the land or just one of the like standards that they've imposed upon themselves. But unless the beer is light in alcohol content, you can't call it light. Ah, okay. So Heineken light can still be Heineken light if it, if they want. Uh, yeah. Because it's like 3% as opposed to 4.2. Is Heineken light still around? I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, I haven't seen it in like in a lot while, yeah. Bud light is Bud light and it is uh, like, like, a, like a percent lower than, than Budweiser. Um, Dutch gold uh, light is lighter than it used to be. But yeah, it's true. But they, they but they're trying to sneak that one past the uh, the skulls, so they're not yeah. telling you. <laughs> I thought that Corona was the is like, like Corona Ligero. Corona Ligero, oh, yeah, which like it might mean light in Spanish, but I don't think it does. I think it. Yeah, yeah, them. but the, the the fucking nerds who uh, set up this uh, little trap for them don't speak any other language. It does. Yeah, it does true. mean light. Yeah, it does. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, that also is lighter in in, in alcohol content. Uh, Coors Light is lighter in alcohol content than Coors Banquet, which they don't serve here. Yeah, so, that's the issue. It's like there was never a big Coors. Never, never a Coors you know, heavy, as it were. Just the way like uh, Guinness is allowed to serve uh, the lighter version baby dips. <laughs> <laughs> it's the more calorie efficient way to drink Guinness. <laughs> I mean, imagine if they had pints of them. I mean, you could. It's the like we have you the could. technology. It is, it is yeah. physically possible. Imagine no more. Not advisable. A, f- a friend of mine used to work in an off license, and he used to get these little bottles of um of either. It wasn't even Bailey's. It was like one of like every couple of years, there's a knockoff Bailey's that someone's like, you know, what? There's room for another Bailey's, and yeah. uh, they, they they come and go in a, in, a, in a We're flag. looking at you, cool swan. We are looking at the, we are fucking looking at you, cool swan. Whatever Irish farms. cream. Jeez, there's a man who knows his Irish creams. I mean, I've made a few myself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this fella used to always like get an un an un um like on seemingly unrun outable. I'm assuming he's run out now. Supply of those little bottles of this Bailey's knockoff. So he just. Pop up to a party, fill a pint glass with them, and just drink a pint of that. That was his drink. <laughs> wow. Commitment to the brains. 28 years old he was when he died. No, I mean, I don't know. 28 years old. Yeah, yeah. 1,000 kilos. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the point where God, we, we, can we move you onto the Bailey's light? It's just this is a, this is a bit much. Here's <laughs> Bailey's with ice. Yeah, put some ice in. It's just, just, I mean, just, just less, less. Water it down. Just water it down. Well, I'm not sure in the long run that's a good idea because I think eventually your body would reject pint after pint of warm Bailey's. But if you like, if you cooled it down, <laughs> yeah, like like at a certain, like you'd much rather have a mouthful of warm, uh, warm Bailey's than of warm piss. But at a certain point, I think you'd be like, just give me some fucking piss. I need something else. <laughs> <laughs> You would eventually, if it was the only other option, start to really fucking crave some piss. 
Oh, that that tangy ureaness would really cut through the fucking creamy Baileys. Sweet Baileys. (laughs) Whose piss do I have to drink to get a cup of piss around here? (laughs) So, in answer to your question, I'm drinking a Heineken, uh, spooky Heineken. Has it holding up? It's the it's just it's so very black. It's like um, which f- from my perspective is a good thing because I'll just especially if there's no alcohol in there to like remind my body to not have more of them. If I had a like a bag of non-alcoholic beers beside me for an evening, I'd just be like, yep. Yep. There's, yeah. and there's nothing like eventually if you do that with normal beer, you fall asleep. And uh, but mm. the the first cue to uh, that something's wrong if you do that with non-alcoholic beer is your. Uh, you need to poo yourself. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, not you need to poo. You need to poo yourself. You need to poo yourself. <laughs> even if you know, it's one of those it's ones where even if you know, in advance, you get back from the toilet and you're like, oh, God, I need to build up another one now. That'd be, that'd be something really if you, you finish you the like job. Have to go, You still got to go into the toilet, but you just have to sit on the toilet with your pants up and just <laughs> deliberately shit into your trousers. Sorry, this is, this is fucked up. Does that not sound kind of satisfying? This is how Gav like slowly tells us that he has a nappy kink. I have a kink. <laughs> it's it's one of those I don't know. I like it might actually like it's like I eating can... a Tide Pod. Like you know, it's like obviously it would fucking suck, but like it could be like it's... pissing in a wetsuit, could... oh, which is class. It's so fucking good. Oh, yeah, it's one of the best you... things about a wetsuit. And then if you ring it out, if you ring it out straight away, then you can get rid of that nasty taste of Bailey's from your mouth. It's a really nice, <laughs> really nice thing to do. Yeah. You're shitting yourself or pissing yourself. They're both like they're both one of those things where it's like the very moment that happens, unless it's not just like a, a fart that you that you thought it was a fart and you didn't need to shit. By the time you shit yourself, you've been holding on for ages and you just can't anymore. And yeah, like immediately after you like you're like oh oh amazing (laughs) the relief and like it's not and it's like and it's even warm that's not even too bad i like warm warm is good and then very 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 quickly yeah reality hits you like a ton of fucking bricks it's a gigantic problem and you've just um it probably wouldn't be as bad if you really did just do a dump in your pants but that's not really what's happening when you've shit yourself you've got diarrhea Mm, yeah like you can't just uh, like like well, take off your underpants plop the poo out into the toilet and then like carry on with your day it's like oh it's all down my legs oh it's everywhere yeah four thousand listeners not uh, to, a week not, we to, used to not, to part, not to part the kimono but i've actually <laughs> had it both ways <laughs> oh, had it where it's a solid dump. and which would you prefer <laughs> the solid dump is like it's it's actually quite, it's grand yeah it's grand yeah you just, uh, i'd say it's actually know. yeah there's almost like a satisfying heft to it but like You're that, just... that, that also is like an immediate problem. It's like you kind of feel the sag in your trousers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah, Christ! Can we okay? For once, can we not talk about shitting ourselves? <laughs> Look, I mean, okay, I, I, I don't, I don't something, see why we should. Something stop about now. describing it there just got real visceral for me, you know? Yeah, but there was a t- there was a time, time there was a time when it was probably a good idea to like moderate the amount of time we talk about genuinely off-putting things uh, you know for the sake of keeping our audience but keep what like who who are we keeping 
it doesn't. Yeah, keep <laughs> I, I found out at the weekend that Lorcan Clark gave us a bit of a listen. Uh, oh God. So, yeah. Uh, hey, Lorcan, if you're there, uh, you're not there anymore. I think, I, it was, I, think, I think about, if not earlier, about 25 seconds ago, you decided, not for me, thanks. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah um, In many ways, for, for no one. Men, not even for us at this point. Not even for us at this point. <laughs> Maurice, Maurice Gavin, helpfully, um, helpfully, because he's a friend, because he's, he's a good chum, uh, put it on. I only found out today for the entire um, Gavin and Crosby family at oh, Christmas. No, to uh, to listen to. Yeah, Th- thanks, Momo. Preach. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Cheers, he has listened to it, it was a good one. The one, yeah. was it the one where we talked about how much you love Michelle? I mean, I, 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 it, I mean, he oh, was there's being so, so many helpful. of those, Gav. Be more specific. He was, he was being so helpful. I'm sure he picked out a good one. You know, I'm sure the guy who thought that was a good idea, he, he's a little shitster. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, man, so tell me, honest, how did you come to learn that this had happened? Michelle told me today. Oh, totally today. Yeah, he put Ooh. it on. They were they were gathered around the Christmas table for a slice of turkey and ham, and then he was like, <laughs> "I've got something for you guys. Here's you know, Manus, Yeah, here here he is. Absolutely <laughs> unhinged. Absolutely. Like Michelle, Michelle unhinged. did realize what he was doing and did turn it off eventually, but like apparently it was like a whole episode. <laughs> a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. They're um they're they're for they're 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 from Meath, the extended family. So um I think the fact that it was uh, in the free download area made it very attractive to them. I think it's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, very funny, very funny. Not that anyone asked. Um, but I'm drinking uh Hope seasonal red ale. And oh, very nice. I think like it's a nice red ale. I'll be real. Very nice. Um, but it was warm. So I fill my glass with ice. I feel very continental. Yeah, you look a bit continental as well. The gilet is doing a lot of the work. Uh, the it, Given that it's a red and it has ice in it, I kind of thought you were drinking a Coca-Cola. I know, yeah. I've, I'd never put ice in a beer, but these were just like like sizzling hot Texas style ginger ale. Oh, yeah, no, you got a bag um, in there. And like, why? Here's a question for the group. Why don't we ice our brews? Like, what okay, are we afraid huge. of? What yeah? What are we, yeah, that's a great question. What are, we ice our we ice our uh, our, our we ice our everything cider. else except our milk. Our we ice our cider. We ice our cider. We no. do no, we do. We ice our ginger beer. We ice our mixed drinks. I think we would eventually get into icing them if it was if like we lived in a hotter climate where it was where mm. they were boiling hot Texas style ginger ale and it was. I don't know. I think we would rather just drink it quicker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't really bad. drink it for the flavor, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this is, this beer is 7%. And, like, the ice has, it's not melted. There's still, like, good cubes in there. But, like, yeah. I feel the small amount of dilution has actually made this a much, much more enjoyable experience. Yeah, I will. I, I will go ahead and although I don't have any frame of reference because I haven't done it, I'll go ahead and agree with you that there is no real reason not to bang a couple of ice cubes into a stronger beer. Because, because granted, mm. yes, at four point two percent, we're pushing it uh, for, for a normal strength beer, and it it would yeah water it right right down. But I mean, there's no 
I mean, some people would just drink it warm, but like like with the Continentals, it's like warm, but like shelf temperature, fine, or cellar temperature at least. But you're getting like a pot of tea if you yeah, get a, yeah, like yeah, a shelf yeah. shelf temperature lager in Spain. Like it's yeah. you can't like. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I'd I'd be, you know, I yeah, this experience has kind of made me. This you know, necessity is the mother of invention. This would make me maybe get a like bottle of stronger beer and ask for a glass with ice because it's really delicious like you know all of our cocktails uh yeah. ice ice is an ingredient you know like the dilution is part Correct. of the like mix Correct. so like maybe brewers should be thinking a bit more about that like we've got a very one track mind with ice and beer I wonder with something like like generally like what is generally just get her like the disgusting beer like the like tramp strength Bavaria or whatever. It's like if you bang a bunch of ice like half a glass of that with half a glass of ice, does it become fine? I mean, you make anything is... you make anything cold enough, and the answer is yes. Yeah, because yeah, like cold makes it taste like less. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it taste like less, and, and it would dilute it. Like like a lot of the problem with those beers is just like ah, hot fire, hot fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they, um, I, I think it's, it's as much as anything else. It's not as much our beer culture, although that's part of it. It's our ice culture. There's not like we don't. We don't fuck folks. with ice the way other countries do, man. Like you go to, like the worst hotel in America. There'll be an ice machine. It's just there has to be. Yeah. Why? What, there has yeah. to be ice. Yeah. Um, I went to a know, hotel in London. There was an ice machine. Whoa! I mean, that's. I mean, I'm surprised you had to go to a hotel in London, Gavin. I mean, don't you live in London? I mean, is that, <laughs> <I was> like... <laughs> common misconception, man. So I actually used to live in London. Uh, sorry, don't sorry, talk about it enough. That. It just yeah. seems like it was only yesterday. But like even our like free, <laughs> even our freezers. It's like we don't. You might have a tray of cubes in there. You're 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 not. We we're not a big freezer country. Um, no, you live very rural, and they do always have big freezers. You know, to where you'd have like a bag of ice in there. Ice yeah. is a precious commodity. If you're having like more than two gin and tonics in my parents' house, it's like, well, we're out of ice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I definitely have that as well. Where like, I, I, in my thing, I just, I just do not have enough freezer space to do it. That's why I'm like, you can't justify it. You can't justify, can't justify it. it. I do know a uh, barrel and breed used to have a ice machine in their kitchen which they swore oh, yeah. by. Now, when they redid their kitchen to a much nicer kitchen and realized that that was gross, they did not replace it with a nicer machine. Uh, yeah, fair. yeah, you really you really have to mind the nice machine for it not to be an absolute hazard. Like it's um they they get they get a very specific type of I don't know is it a bit like when you keep reheating food to where it's like bacteria gets resistant to the cold or something? But like... I think it wasn't even like germ gross. It was just like idea gross. I think it's like what you said, like the cult it was like culturally gross. It was like what this isn't this isn't a this isn't a seedy motel. A man from the county or built into or built into a fridge, which is okay, apparently. <laughs> yeah. A man from the county of Loud, I will admit, is an expert in cultural grossness, but they're usually not <laughs> averse to it. Is the yeah, yeah. Normally they're diving in. <laughs> Face first. Face first. And God bless them. But no, yeah, we we don't we're not big on like if you had an ice machine in your fridge, like you were that was like peak Celtic Tiger madness. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. 
and they don't. It hasn't. So I, I, I think that's still, hit on that's something. Still, I, th- I think everyone has. I think that's much more common now. Like it is. Yeah, but it's like yeah, yeah. It it is much more common now. Like you will see much more. I love how they brand them American style fridge freezers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like American style fridge freezers here at Harvey Norman with a very sure alarm. You can it always. Yeah. <laughs> it always reminds me of um we were shopping for our our couch for the house that we bought about a year ago now, and. I like, you know, I like to, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tall man. I like to stick my legs out. That choice was against an L-shaped couch because her mom said that L-shaped couches are for fat American slobs eating pretzels. <laughs> Show me the lie. <laughs> Show me the fucking lie, though. Show me the lie. <laughs> I was, my, my friend, other Gav, um, in in his fam in his family house in Sheriff Street, like there is not one section of wall that is not covered by L shaped couch. That's just couch the whole way around. <laughs> I think like every time someone was throwing out a bit of couch, they were like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. what are you doing? What are you doing there, pal?" Oh, well, well, that's that. Yeah, hey, yeah, that's, hey, that's, yeah. It's, it's good couch right here. <laughs> you had the Sheriff Street accent perfect as well. It's a good yeah. couch right here. Ah. Hey, hey, buddy, come on. Hey, buddy, hey, Anthony. under the floor. What the hell? Hey, Deco, Wacker, bring in the Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> I won my Gabagool roll from Centra. <laughs> God bless. There's actually, there's actually, actually almost no, you don't go out to buy almost anything on Sheriff. It, it kind of comes to you to the door in the form of like some bloke who's like, feel back to hand there. Feel back to hand there if you want them. <laughs> quit each, quit each. <laughs> you bags of You just never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Oh, uh, they, 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 but even they would think an ice machine was was disgusting. They wouldn't, they wouldn't go for it. But well, not when you have the door to door ice man. Oh, the ice man cometh around here. The ice man cometh. Yeah, yes, cometh. Sorry. Yeah. Old Noel Reed is uh is knocking around. Former Leinster player, aka the Iceman. The, I did not know that particular nickname, but I'm delighted to hear it. <laughs> he, it was a Iceman? self self appointed nickname. He called himself the Iceman, <laughs> and he made it. He went on to play for Ireland several times. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's going on the Lions tour next time round. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, as a cadaver. <laughs> 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 Wait, what's the other as a cadaver line it's from the uh, simpsons it's from the simpsons it's uh it, I, I can't remember exactly what it was it was like uh <laughs> suzanne later went on to attend harvard medical school as a cadaver <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it was, it was i can't remember if it was a dream or if it was a uh, one of those one of those television programs uh, that they do tend to have on The Simpsons. And The Simpsons is it's quite meta, actually, for them to... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it itself is a cadaver. Is a cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> With a very short alarm. And, and also uh, Lewis Reese Samet. Oh, yeah. He's gone to, he's gone to the league. He's gone, he's, got, he's gone to the big league. He's gone to the NFL. Uh, wait, has he actually, or has he gone to rugby league? No, he's gone to the, no, NFL. He's gone to the NFL. He's, NFL. He's quit rugby to try and pursue a career in the National Football League of America. Um, you know what? That is going to result in a couple of BBC online articles, and then no success for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It is a Buddy. fundamentally different sport. Yes. It is a stupid move by a man who, yeah, I don't imagine is the cleverest because he didn't need to be. He was using his no. legs. I think I think that actually the only smart thing I, I think I heard about it was like, well, look, his alternative was continue playing for Wales. So why wouldn't okay, you just leave? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just leave? Like, yeah, Going into actually, the national like the national Ferengi League, which I believe is a Star Trek thing, uh, would have been better than continuing to play for Wales. Oh, Garth Marenghi's, Garth Marenghi's rugby league is so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it's like when you, it's it's like it it first of all, it doesn't even work when they try and come the other way, where it's like, uh, what wouldn't it be? What if we got one of these running backs, uh, put them in rugby? It's like it doesn't work at all. Hmm. Well, they also would never do that because if you're good enough, actually, I suppose if you're if you're not good enough to make the league, you might be good enough. Yeah, to it's make never it going to be. It's never going to be the stars. Now, maybe you could get it if you were to like start on mass recruiting, like on the bubble college high players. School. Yeah, high, yeah, yeah, on the bubble, players, bubble yeah. high school players or whatever, and then like start bringing them over. You would eventually unearth guys who were perfectly suited for rugby and whatever thing was keeping them out of uh, professional football. It turned out not to be a, a problem in rugby or whatever. But like, there's so many like the greatest athletes in the world try to play in the NFL, and even the ones that make it and are amazing are lucky if they get two years. <laughs> yeah, so the idea that you're going to go over there and God bless him. I mean, I hope he does um, uh, exactly as I predicted he'd do. I mean, I mean that's what I really hope. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the thing to say, but uh, if that's not possible, I hope he does well. I hope he does well. I certainly hope he doesn't doesn't get injured. But it's 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 uh, God bless him. I guess he just would always wonder if he didn't try. Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, the, his the way he said about it is like it's always been a dream of mine. So it's like, like, because he could have stayed and probably got paid. Like he could have gone to France. Yeah, he yeah. would. He would have been making you know the back half of six figures in France. Yeah, probably he would have made half more money year. probably playing rugby, unless he's a breakout but, star, which he won't. But he's be. also, yeah. but he's also twenty two. If he could have a few years in the NFL, come back and still be the best well, Welsh winning. Yeah, like he could, he, he can probably actually go to France in two years' time if this really isn't working, and he's yeah. only oh, twenty four yeah, at that point. Pull the old Christian Wade on us, you know. Yeah, it's not well, like he, he, it's not older, like he's right. He was older. He was older. Yeah. Well, see, it seems like most players go at the end of their career and then come back, and it was like, oh, but they destroyed. Wade, their I think, was midway through. I think he was only like twenty eight or something. Like he was older, but not by like he was mm. probably peak. Yeah, fair. Like twenty two is already like when you like you get like really high level college prospects who like they get injured their senior year and the NFL just forgets about them. It's like yeah, they could rehab that. They could come back. Nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. God bless him. It'll be interesting. I don't personally care about him, so it actually will just be purely interesting. It will I'm just be purely interesting. Yeah, yeah. For, him one more uh, yeah. for for like novelty's sake, I hope he's a runaway success. Like I hope in whatever position he is, he's like the best of all time. Like that will be fascinating. Yeah. It would certainly, it would certainly be nice to be able to point to the when the Josh Barnetts of the world are very disrespectful towards rugby and be going like, no, that's for your fat roommate in college. That's not for real athletes. You know? yeah. uh, Josh Barnett, who who is a very nice man, I believe, but does resemble your fat roommate in college aesthetically. <laughs> Please don't kill me, Josh Barnett. Um, to be able to point to someone and go, well, he fucking came over from rugby and dominated in. But is there anything that you would, uh, it's, it, it seems a little bit like a, um, 
like a mixed martial artist going into boxing, which I realized that like Francis Ngannou seems to be suggesting now can happen because of that fight with, with yeah. Tyson Fury. But generally speaking, they go in and they're much I think it, more I think it's actually just that boxing is, is, is a box office sport, not a talent sport. So that's okay. Well, no, fine, because all you have to do is draw. But my point is, from a skill set uh, point of view, is that it's like, yes, if it's a, like, you have a much broader set of skills as a rugby player than a football player probably has. But you get so fucking good at one thing when it's all you've yeah. done since you were 10. And if, like, if you're a, like, there are some so, but the, the positions in American football are so specialized. That yeah. What are the odds that a, broadly speaking a generalist which a rugby player is is going to be able to compete in a specialist sport it's almost zero yeah and mm. he's not big enough to be a tight end which does double duty on things like blocking he's probably not going to be fast enough to be a wide receiver he's probably not big enough to be a running back like it's really difficult i don't know what his goal is i don't know where he'd want to play like positionally yeah it's really interesting well it's, it's, it's um, and it's because rugby will won't select for someone who's the right size for some of those other positions like you probably can't play 60 minutes of a rugby yeah. game if you were big uh, enough, would george really? north have been big enough for some of those positions like and he was quick like if george north wanted it yeah there probably yeah. are guys there probably are guys who were more who were more like set up for it physically um i don't i like and i think the there's positions... a good couple of flankers or number eights could probably play tight end mm. yeah i mean Props are probably hilariously too small to be linemen. Oh, way, way too small. Like by a by a by a, like a, by by a, a hilarious amount. I'd said they're too small. Like yeah, wait, by like, a hilarious amount. Like what's up? What's yeah. your average size line lineman? Jesus, they're so big. Would it be like Uni Antonio, like six ten, fucking twenty five kilos? The twenty five fucking stone. Sorry. Look up the uh, look up the average the average um lineman. Now, a lot of the now they the, the, average. The the average weight is 315. That's so fucking... That's 140 kilos. So yeah, that's 23 stone. That's the average. Wait, yeah. And your exceptional lineman is then what? Uh, well, your average height is well. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, Who's this, are, how big is this? How big is like the like? I know there's a point at which how big is big. fucking Michael Orr? Like, you know, like. Uh, let's see, Michael or is is he particular? I don't know if he. I don't even think he's particularly big, lads. What the fuck? He's only six foot four, so he's below average. Six foot five is the average, and he what weighs three fifty. What you so will he actually weigh, he is average sized. What you will almost certainly run into here actually is a similar thing that you run into in other sports and disciplines, which is like that. The really t- like this, the really like standout linemen or in any or are going to be the ones that aren't quite as big for the simple reason that you got to be outstanding to be not big enough you know to be a little yeah, uh, yeah. And, and the lineman isn't just a power position it's it's also a bit of using your hands and yeah yeah, yeah. so the current biggest guy is six nine three eighty which is insane okay. like, <laughs> a lot of dudes yeah like that's fucking yeah. big so where is Rizamek going to play? Probably not on the O line. Yeah, I suspect not. Although, if for some lucky ladies, they might see his O face. I do oh shit! I do. I do. I don't know. It's oh yeah, it's almost certainly not going to work. But it's interesting. Good for him. It, it if is. he was an Irish player doing it, I'd hate him so much. 
<laughs> yeah. Raj, Raj going to the Miami Dolphins all over again, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. God, who could, who could forget? Or when Jamie Heaslip tried out for the Tel Aviv Terrapins. Do you remember? No. What? <laughs> what? I mean, I've, I've what sport was that? Oh, right. <laughs> You've made it up. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talking. Because Raj was born in America. <laughs> People were like, well, well, he might actually, you know, because he was born there, you know, in San Diego, which is amazing. It's, a, it's fundamentally a visa issue, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like the only problem is visa. My cousin, uh, sorry, just it was, it was a sports podcast, uh, has for many years uh, hosted or, or been or, or one of the members of a football and specifically Arsenal themed podcast called For the Love of Paul McGrath. And apparently they, they, they're they apparently great. They've done like a bunch of live shows that like sell out in like, you know, non-trivial venues. And they have finally, after many years, gotten Paul McGrath himself to come on and do an interview. Big Plus live show in Limerick. <laughs> yeah. But for them. Yeah. For... He likes Hello. a bit of an interview, does Paul? And does he really? Oh, yeah. He's a really good interview too. He's um, he's like a, I don't know. He doesn't sound at all like what you like. He's just like incredibly well spoken man. Like you think of like alcoholic footballer, and you're like, well, he's gonna be a mess. And, yeah, yeah. You think I'm gonna be talking to Tony Adams here? Like, yeah, yeah he's just not like so. Yeah. Um, well, I'm look, sure you can meet him on occasions when he is, but any time I've ever heard him speak, he's very, very eloquent and kind of. <laughs> Very on, t- very on top of the situation that he that he's in. Like he's not in any way clear out of the woods in terms of his problems, but he's has a certain amount of insight about it, which is mm. can be interesting to listen to. You know, it can yeah. be very boring to listen to after a while, Steve. But the point is, <laughs> he I'm went from like the most interesting man in the world to not to not very quickly, and it's like okay, so another recovery episode is it. Because these were great. The first 50 were great, I have to say. But this... Uh, yeah. <laughs> young Stephen is not so much. But God bless him. He's still alive and with us. As is Bam. So what was the point, Steve-O? <laughs> <laughs> You're both still here. And I measure things by that. So every other <laughs> metric doesn't matter. Uh, we don't have KPIs on this podcast. We have OPIs, which are only, only points of interest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, are you alive or not? Are you alive? Only or not? And people on that case, alive. The three of us are doing fairly well. We're doing oh, we're equally, equally, and actually, I'm doing the best because I'm the oldest. Yeah, oh, you yeah. are. You've lived we're a long time. years we're old. Back a thousand, but you've lived a long <laughs> career. Yeah, true, seven yeah. years older than Jack and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you actually wouldn't want to be probably 22 again, would you? But you, you really probably wouldn't mind being 26 or whatever. There's a certain point where it's like, no, nah, I remember that. That was crap. <laughs> like, yeah. may, maybe you'd be 22 with like the financial security that you now currently have. But then I'd have drank myself to death. So I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like to be 22 now with the amount of money I had when I was 22. But I'd like to be 22 with the amount of money I had when I was 22 when things cost what they cost when I was 22. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I was able to have a lot of fucking fun for very little money. Yeah, yeah, you really, you really could get a lot you could really get a lot out of a little. And it wasn't like, you weren't, you, like it's not like there aren't still bargains to be had, although they're, they're fewer and fewer and far and far between. But when you're that age and, and it's the recession and no one has any money, it's like, well, it's not even 
no yeah. one's even commenting on it. So I, I would I really would recommend uh, at the end of the year, uh, sort of like uh, I I I uh, I, I kind of track all my spending. Uh, it doesn't help, but it. Uh, but I did then get the the number for what I spent in pubs. That's just pubs. That doesn't count like wine at dinner or off licenses or anything. In just pubs, um, for calendar year last year, and I won't say what the number was, um, but I would recommend everybody do that. And I did it before it. when I had much less money, and it was very it was a very simple calculation to do because it was, um, I just had to look at all of the money I made and add that up, and then it was. <laughs> Honestly, right. man, that's went in the ball. Yeah. Uh, it's terrifying, and it's not like it's I'm terrible. sure you're. I'm sure your drinking has gone up a little bit, but it's as much that the price has just gone bananas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But guys, like at that at that time, like man, when you were spending all your money, Jack, when you made that big realization, were you were contributing to culture? You culture, know, Irish culture. I'm not saying yeah, I regret like a penny giving of money it. to the vintners is contributing yeah. to Irish culture. It's culture. true. It's uh, unlike unlike those unlike those bland those bland ultra pubs, you know that they have in England. Those those yeah. soulless chain pubs like mm. the, like uh, like Charlie Chalk. Sorry, though no, he's Irish. Um, like um, like the Mercantile <laughs> Group. No Irish. Sorry. Like press up that British. Sorry. Mm, whoops again. They're Irish. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Weatherspoon's charged less, and that's where he's a mean worse. Man. People will a... drink more because they because you know it's less. They don't play music <laughs> in their venues even. There's no atmosphere except. I mean that's. I mean you can hear your friends speak. So I granted that the person saying that has a crap atmosphere because it's their friends. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't go to Weatherspoons very often, but anytime I'm there with my friends, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. It's a place to drink if my friends are here. What's, what's funny? Fine. Yeah. And I can have, yeah, I can have four pints with my friends and have change from 20 euro. This is yeah. amazing. <laughs> this is yeah. amazing. Oh, but you know, their owner, he thinks some really bad political things. Yeah, he does. And I've never met an Irish pub owner who thinks bad political things. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I, but I don't know about... I don't, but... Uh, wait a minute is, is this stuff true or did the vintners just tell me I can't even remember it might have just been from that stupid movie okay. <laughs> we've been very propagandized and uh, it's uh, it's a fun ride get on yeah, propagandized. That's, that's also part of our culture yeah and fuck it once you like it really is much easier if you stop noticing it you know just just get off the ride yeah have you thought about that Chomsky <laughs> Maybe just fucking chill out. <laughs> just like, have you considered fucking... shutting the fuck up and getting on with it? Yeah, yeah. Have you thought about just like la 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 as opposed to writing fifty books? I mean, you're fucking right. You're, you're ninety five years old. You've written ninety five theses. Like at this fucking point, no, I'm just like you're not. It hasn't. You haven't fixed it. Just fucking relax. Have a pint. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's coming on next week, actually. I don't, I don't have a chance. He is, yeah, yeah, friend of the show, Noam Chomsky. No, 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 Noam Chomsky. Probably, probably manufacture consent to have a couple of pints, I'd say, more likely. <laughs> don't need to do Sorry. much manufacturing on this end, I'd say. <laughs> manufacture me a bloody kebab on the way home, Noam, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, and you can tell by all three of those jokes that I've just read loads of different Noam Chomsky books, all, all, all of them, you know, <laughs> <laughs> certainly not just that one. <laughs> and by read, I mean audiobook, but you know, whatever. It's the same. It goes in the same. 
it still counts. It's if you fall worse. asleep with it on and you wake up and it's gone for a couple of hours, that counts too. Yeah. It all counts. That's how I read the Cimmerillion. Fell right asleep. Fell right asleep. And no one, no one puts you to sleep like no. Oh, no. He's man. honestly, he... it's like he started a sleep podcast. He's like, well, Everyone... this is my voice. It's, it's actually, it does make you think he might be a psyop because it's like, yeah, we, we they're going to find out about this CIA shit, but we really don't need them to be awake to hear it. So let's get Noam <laughs> to talk about it. Well, of course, that's where we have lullaby, say goodnight, go to sleep, rockabye baby on a treetop. Probably a good idea to review the beer jack i know yours is the one we're mostly waiting for the review for um, uh yeah, yeah course it. course remains a bottle of course 10 out of 10 yeah very nice uh, yep see red ale from hope the red ale itself i'll give a ace it's yeah. a good ale mm-hmm. the red ale plus ice i'm gonna give a 9.5 this was uh, delicious yeah. well, and i'll right. tell you what the next few beers i'm gonna have with ice you're dead right why not? Classic Take January move. If they, if they started serving ice in Weatherspoons, we'd all be like, oh, uncultured bastards. They don't understand what it means to have real culture in their pubs. <laughs> they haven't even paid they haven't even paid Daryl O'Brien to do ads on the radio. How do they know culture? Come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Take back control. Put ice in your beer. Um, that's the one thing that you're currently still allowed control over. Um, yeah. Everything and else the WHO are not coming in to mandate against it for the next six months. So go at it. Go for it. <laughs> go nuts. Yeah, yeah and uh, I, I, uh, Spooky Heineken, um, uh, there's nothing to say for it other than it is you can drive after one if you'd like. But, you know, that's huge. I, and yeah. I plan to, which you can also do after a regular Heineken. I, and I recommend that too. <laughs> no, 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 Manus, come on, let's not go crazy. You need an archway for that. Yeah, sorry. At least for every Heineken you have, have an archway to balance it out. So make sure he hits you an even number of times so you don't get amnesia. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> And we, you know, that's I think this is gonna be the thing that turns this podcast really into overdrive. Is I've just started just instead of jokes, just saying Simpsons quotes. So it's kind of like being on the bus with your friends, you know. <laughs> that is what people like about this. Uh, I, I hate every ape I see. Am I right? Hey, <laughs> everyone. That, you know, well, that, I think I, that's a good place to leave it for today, folks. Uh, <laughs> I know I could do the, I could do the, I know the most of the Mr. Price Which gives song. us only one thing to cheers to. <laughs> to uh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. <laughs> they did shoot Mr. Burns in the end, I'd say. I'd say probably. Uh, Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, Mr. Octonville, Brockway, and North Haverbrook. Come on, and let's put them on the map. Way <laughs> to remember all three names. A lot of people just get two of those. And yeah, well, that's why I got, I got three of them because I'm a scholar. And yes, you are. Well, scholars and gentlemen, um, I'm not telling you which is which. It's fucking neither of you. And uh, <laughs> just, uh, just, just to set, just set the bar, and I would recommend everybody do this. The number was eight thousand euro. Oh, yeah. So, I th- sorry, we should have asked you. 8,000 euros. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, a, a, that's a spicy meatball. It's a spicy meatball. That out. What, what year was this, Jack? This was 2023. 2023. Oh, okay. Right. So you're talking maybe like six euro average a pint? 570? 
Uh, no, because I've been no, no. Here's the here's, here's pines. The He's drinking G and T's. I'm on the gin and tonic, so every drink I have. Oh, okay, is so maybe you're looking Euro. at like a nine. You're closer to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. Yeah. yeah, you save the calories, but you look at all. There's no free lunch. And if you eat the free lunch, you certainly don't save the calories. Yeah, that's um, calories get in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and thank you for not making fun of my headband at any point during the program. Nor so, your beard. This is a, the beard. What's wrong with the beard? It's perfect. What do you mean? Oh, well, then we. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, gotta go, boys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you. All right, you hurtful little man. <laughs> Love you both, lots. Bye, you guys. Bye. Good enough. Splice in some reaction shots of me and shove it on the air.